Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. All right, cool. So you head outside? Yep. Uh, Inform Jumper of what kind of transpired. We have some good leads on next places to go in terms of Torres checking with Samuel Beskel and a general indication of where a mystery land sale with potential compound may be. Yeah. Alright, cool. What's the plan? You're heading back to the hotel now? What, what's the idea? Well, probably should just get all of our gear together, get it in our truck with the lift kit and head out. Well, yeah, it's, it's probably getting towards the end of the day too. Like it's, sure. it's you've been at this all day, kind of thing. Like it's getting late. Like, <clears throat> yeah, I'd say we should get some shut iron start bright and early. Maybe a little bit before dawn. I like that plan. Yeah, sure. Let's uh, <clears throat> let's head back to the hotel and uh, game plan there. Sounds good. Okay. So you head back to the hotel. Is there a private place we can find to discuss? You have your rooms. Yeah. Chances of being tapped are relatively low. They're just hotel rooms. Am I sharing a room with... uh, Who am I sharing a room with? Was it uh, Jackal? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because Jetlag and and Jumper are in their own rooms, I think. Yeah. I was bunking with somebody, so... Okay, alright. Um, <clears throat> so I guess that would be the, the logical place to meet. <clears throat> so, alright. Uh, we think we want to head up there early tomorrow. Um, should we uh, get started pretty much right at daybreak? And does that seem the... When do you think it'd be safest to head up there and poke around? Well, actually, I think it'd be better if we headed out when it's still dark and arrived around, you know, daybreak. Mm, I agree. That's a good plan. We're looking for some Samuel Baskell, I think I remember. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Are we going to his place? Uh, They weren't super clear on what exactly his setup was like. They just said he was probably someone you wanted to find up in that neck of the woods. Kind of hard to miss. Well, do we want to show up at his place at dawn, or do we want to check the place out first, the general vicinity, and then maybe stop by at more of a normal time? Do, do we think, think he's, he's a crazy a- person? We should maybe do a little scouting out, out ahead of time. I don't think we want him to get out a shotgun or something and start shooting. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, The place doesn't seem huge, so we can maybe do a drive around. You were the in the 
back roads are and going on in the area. All right. All right so what's the plan, I guess? Like, uh, Sounds like we're going to get some shut-eye and then start out. How far was the drive, do we say? It's about an hour. It's kind of north of you, give or take. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and what time is sun up? I forget what time of year it is. Ah, this is, so it was kind of late fall, so we'll probably say this is like, it's been a few months, so like kind of early spring, end of winter, the kind of that, through that time. Okay, so if we start out, maybe, so sunrise, maybe, I don't know. It's um, farther south than we were previously, though, too, so it, it's a little bit earlier. You're not checking with Miss Pine at all or anything like that? You have kind of made some progress. You do have a lead, you do have a thing you're investigating. Oh, right. Um, yeah, we should do that. He always seems exceptionally unhelpful. <laughs> okay, not calling her. Well, I can, but uh, if anyone else would like to, they're more than welcome to. One's all you, my friend. Yeah, the lady gives me the willies. <laughs> all right. Well, call up Miss Pine. All right, so you're calling. Yep. All right. Bunch in the number. Use the disposable phone. You make the call. She picks up. How's the Southern Excursion going? Uh, it's going pretty well. We uh, stocked up on uh, plenty of fishing gear, and um, you know we we got some some good ideas of some places we could go to catch some uh, some uh, you know large specimens. Uh, I don't actually know what kind of fish they fish down here. Um, uh, we got a few leads. Um, there's a town. About an hour north of us, we're going to go check out. Uh, we're looking for, uh, we were told to check out somebody by the name of Samuel Baskell. Uh, they said that his residence would be obvious to us once we got up there. Um, we're going to do it uh, first thing tomorrow. We're going to start out before sunup. Um, Is he involved with TDC? Uh, I guess, how does he relate to the organization you're currently trying to investigate? Uh, if I recall correctly, they we were told that he's an associate of the man that we were looking for initially. Interesting. Um, what town are you heading for? Torres, 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 something like Interesting. that. Interesting. Uh, I believe they said it was largely abandoned. Do you anticipate the TDC residing there? Uh, uh, what I'm asking is, would you? potentially like access to a green box. At a character, do I know what a green box is? You probably don't know what a green box is. Um, <clears throat> I, a, um, I, I put the receiver down, cover it. Does anyone know what a green box is? No, I mean... Can I do a bureaucracy uh, check? Um, no. So, uh, green boxes in Delta Green are drop sites for Delta Green equipment. They can range from places people stash stuff that should not be out in the general public, but it's too dangerous to destroy or can't be destroyed, to just supplies they think other Delta Green agents might need at some point. They can have super useful stuff or incredibly useless stuff in them. Kind of depends on the green box. It's a bit of a luck of the draw. They can also occasionally be incredibly dangerous. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, so should I, since none of us in character, are you saying that none of us in character would know what it is, though? Not necessarily, yeah. We haven't really talked about that in, char- in a character setting. I think we probably talked about that some when it's kind of setting up the game for y'all. But 
at the same time. Like green boxes aren't inherently bad. Like you could probably just ask what a green box is in this instance too. Yep, that's what I was gonna do. So, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, man, this is one of our first uh, endeavors with you, and uh, none of us are really sure what you mean by a green box. Right, right. I I, I forget you're new. Um, sorry, I should have asked. Uh, this a different way. Do you anticipate needing hardware for your current operation? There's a green box, a, a supply dump of sorts. Uh, I can't tell you what's exactly inside of it. The inventory is for it not up, isn't exactly up to date, but it might have something you could use in there for the ongoing investigation. Let me uh, consult the group. <clears throat> All right, so a green box is some sort of um, stash that they have, I guess the organization has set up uh, that could potentially have useful equipment in it. I'm not sure what equipment would be of use to us beyond what we have, but uh, should I tell her that we want it? Yeah, why the hell not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, uh, we, we'd like to take a look at uh, this, this green box. Is this something you deposit or is it in place somewhere? Oh, it's, it's a place. Um, go to JT's Salvage. It should be about a 10-minute drive outside of town. Um, you're looking for a very bitchin' Camaro. Okay, so, so according to our records, this got. is an especially interesting green box. I think you'll have a hard time missing it, though. All right, do you have um, any idea uh, how what, what sort of um, access we would have to this? Is this something we can just walk in and poke around, or do we have to wait for? Is this a business we got to wait for them to open? You hear a little bit of clacking. All right, so uh, it appears JT's is a um, part pick place. It will. Are you familiar with that concept, Agent Yoten? I am. Yeah, so you, I guess I'd probably walk in and ask for the Camaro section. Okay. Uh, and so, all right, so we got to wait for them to open then. I assume they're not open all night. Um, okay, so. Um, all right, hold on. I cover the receiver again. Okay, so uh, this green box is in the salvage yard. We need to. Uh, <clears throat> I, you know, it's it's a business, so we should we should wait till they're open. Um, does that mean we want to change our plans and go later in the day, or do we still want to go up to Torres tomorrow, early tomorrow, and then hit the salvage place, see what goodies they got? Mm, I say let's let's hit the salvage place first. I agree. They probably open like six a.m. anyway. That's maybe not like crack of dawn open, but they probably open up early. It's a salvage yard. There's not a lot going on there that stops you from opening. Okay. All right. We're uh, yeah. We'll we'll hit the the green box first, and then we'll head up find our our Mister Baskell. And uh, if we have any time left after that, uh, and then we we may um, look around a bit and see what we can find in the town of Torres. And uh, one of us will get back to you on that. Did you have any updates, anything you wanted to relay to us at all that you can think of? You're in the field right now, agents. Um, no, everything, uh, nothing worth containing or talking about at this point in time pertaining to you. Other things are obviously happening, but uh, thank you for checking in. Hopefully the green box is of use. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, have a good night. Good luck, Agent. Kind of hangs up. All right. Um, so I guess we're going to get up a little bit later. Um, 
but she figures it opens and somebody can check on their smartphone uh, figures. It opens about 6 a.m. But I guess like out of character for a quick second, that thing you found at Clyde's cabin with all the kind of weird artifacts in it and stuff. That's a green box. FY probably a personal green box, but it, that's a kind of, you have encountered something of this nature before at least once. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, she referred to it as hardware. So that would imply that there's some sort of, you know, tools, firearms, something like that. As Green a, boxes just are be... all over the place, as you will learn. They are a fun part of the game that opens up lots of weird possibilities. Okay. And it, it probably, but it could also just contain information. It is as likely, depending on how much of a jerk I feel like being, this green box is full of 10,000 ping pong balls or nine grenade launchers. Or just a bunch of scorpions. Okay. Yeah. Um, green boxes are weird. All right. Um, well, uh, what time is it now about? I will say like seven, eight o'clock at night at this point. Like it's getting dark. I'll say it's a little bit later, probably. Better for right, well. sleuthing. Um, so the uh, salvage yard's about 10 minutes out of town. Um, uh, they open at 6 a.m. I say we just show up right away at 6 a.m. Um, well, do you think it'd be unusual if all of us went? Not really. I'll go. Okay. All right. So, uh, let's, um, recon unless anyone's got any particular desire to hang out further or grab beer or something, we can reconvene at uh, quarter to six outside by the truck. Take an early night. Now, do any of you have anything that kind of at, on a nightly basis you might get up to? Uh, I don't think any of you have any addictions or anything like that. Like any, anything that we kind of would need to play through right now. We're in the field right now, so it's not just kind of a hand wavy home period right now. Um, Other than like our other than, uh, I mean, I've, other than my bonds, I can't think of anything. Yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't think you asked anything, but I thought I'd check anyway. Yeah, so I don't think you have lost anything yet, but if you've spent any power points or generate them, you get a full night's sleep, but it's uninterrupted. Not the best bed in the world, not the best hotel in the world either, but it's adequate. It's fine. I think I'm off full. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you guys have spent any yet, but I've decided to mention it. Yeah, whenever you sleep, you regenerate your power points. Uh, during the night, I do want to do some just general, like, digging into the history of Torres. Sure. If I can find anything. Uh, you can find a bunch, actually, about Torres. Uh, the town of Torres is relatively famous in certain kind of circles. Um, it is one of the many parts of Louisiana that at one point was an up-and-coming town, and this kind of location of the river and stuff like that, and just kind of imploded on itself during the 1800s flowing into the early 1900s kind of thing. Like it's the, the town is very unincorporated territory at this point. It's if it wasn't kind of located in pseudo swampland, Louisiana, it would come off as kind of like an idyllic Irish field almost like it's just tracks of kind of slightly rolling plains of swamp grass and stuff like that. It's, People allegedly live there, but the last census take up taken there was over ten years ago. And it's kind of a yeah, we're not even gonna bother anymore because we can't find the people. Yeah, I rolled a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so you know none of that. <laughs> no, no, she finds that. 
Sometimes that, but things. I was looking for like maybe like uh, in depth or secret history, and I doubt I find yeah. anything. Everything I just said, you could pull off a of Wikipedia. I, I'm not going to make you yeah. roll a search for Wikipedia stuff. The yeah, but I was looking for anything further, and uh, I wow, um, well, okay, I find a Wikipedia, you know, thing, and I probably find a you know a Google Maps thing, but that's about it. I'm like, all right, yeah. at forty out of a hundred, yeah, maybe the. Or sorry, 100 out of 40, yeah. At probably the Wi-Fi if the hotel's not great, whatever that you have, like, maybe it's faulty, like, you just get frustrated. You find the Wikipedia, though, you, you get some base information about it, it yeah. Alright. Yep. After that, I'll shut down my laptop in frustration. Won't even work on my fake article and, uh, go to bed. I have a quick question, um, so that says, uh, fumble, and she rolled 100, obviously, that's yeah. the, the worst result possible. Yep. Um, now the so I know the the multiples of eleven um, are crits. Yep. But um, is so is a hundred a fumble and is one? Yeah. So we've been something? over this before. Yeah. It's a, a hundred is also a fumble. It's the most it's the most fumbly fumble possible. <laughs> is a one anything? No, one's just a success. Okay. You one hundred percent failed. I guess is the way of thinking of it. <laughs> Rolling it so I can put a little check when I failed. Somehow I get to put a little check. Yeah, you you might get to grow. Good call, person. And who's uh, who's in the same room as Agent Jumper? No one. Right, Jason's by herself. Right. Yeah, I got right I failed again. All right. This time no fumble, just regular fail. All right. So kind of randomly in the middle of the night, you hear the phone in your room go off. Okay. Uh, You pick it up? Yeah, 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 I'll pick it up. All right, so you you pick it up. Um, What do you do? Do you say hello? Do you just kind of pull it to your ear? What's the plan? I was like, um, hello? What's, uh, hello? All right, so the person on the opposite side immediately hangs up. Uh, Does my, like, phone, like, Register like an ID. This was the hotel room phone. Sorry, yeah, this was like a. Oh, it was the hotel phone. I was supposed to see my cell phone. Does does the owner have kids and they're like pranking me? Jeez, uh, I hang up and I go to bed. I just figure right. like the hotel staff is pranking. Me. Maybe, maybe. All right. So next morning rolls around. You you all wake up. Nothing bad seems to happen given the weird phone call, but it was weird. Where are you off to next? You to the jump guard or the salvage yard, I guess? The JTs? Yeah. All right. I think that's where we're going. All right, so you start heading look. out of town. Who's driving? Sorry, you want to I can, I can drive. Jackal can drive. All right. I would like to amend our plan to include some form of coffee. <laughs> How about hotel lobby? Yeah, okay. Hotel <laughs> runs on coffee. Go and get a crappy little styrofoam cup of coffee or something. Yeah. I mean, the post office slash gas station slash town hall probably has coffee. I don't know that I really want to encounter Daryl again. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's pretty helpful. Uh, I'm good with whatever coffee. Alright. Alright, so, so who's driving? Jackal drive. Alright. Jackal, give me an alertness check as you're driving. 84, failure. <laughs> Normal drive, you arrive at JT's, nothing nothing weird going on. 
normal driving day. All right, so JT's is a just sprawling mess of stacked cars and farm equipment and big industrial stuff. There's a small, what was probably at one point meant to be a temporary office of some kind at the entry to the gate that out, but has now become very permanent. Like it's been grown over some. Like it's got a, a surprisingly kind of earthy vibe to it almost, despite being the office for a salvage yard. Uh, there's a man in coveralls kind of out front smoking. Kind of seems to be opening up the place. Yeah, the entire place is wrapped in this giant kind of metal and chain link fence. This kind of runs around the entire thing. The inside's just stacked high with various junkers and stuff like that. Parking lots of dirt and mud. Well, I'll get out of the car and approach this person. All right. Good morning. Howdy. Must be JT. Oh, JT is my pa. He he passed a couple years ago. I I kept the name though because it's iconic. Uh, you're looking for cars? Yeah, we're uh, actually looking for some Camaro parts. After all, I don't know if you Camaro parts. Oh, that we don't have a ton of those, but we got, we got a couple. Um, any color, preferably? No, no, no color needed. Fair enough. Um. Well, yeah, so you're going to want to go inside and go like four or five rows down. They're big rows, so we'll take a moment and take a left. And all the way at the end, there's the Camaro section. You, you can't miss it. If you've seen a Camaro before, you'll see them. I'm not sure we've anything right. kind of in great order. Uh, not a lot of Camaros really left out there. These are probably a little pick clean. What you're looking for exactly? Um, yeah, just, just kind of some interior parts. I'm looking for a couple seats and. We might be a tad disappointed given the Louisiana weather of it all, but uh, maybe there's something back there. If you need anything, holler. Okay, thank you. That could be uh, whoever who's leading this uh, pack. Are we able to drive in, or do we have to walk? You have to yeah. walk. I can go first. I think, yeah. yeah. All right. So whoever's leading, just give me a navigate check. Yeah, so his instructions, despite not being super useful, useful enough, you successfully kind of find your way to, quote, the Camaro section. And he wasn't lying. Not a ton of Camaros here. Not a lot of parts left on them. There's lots of frames. A couple kind of parts here that might be worth salvaging. Maybe some bumpers or something. Everyone, uh, give me a search check now that you've arrived. 18 success. All right, so... Behind all of these Camaros, almost kind of like as a terrible joke of sorts, you see this just hideous black van, a van with the words Bitchin' Camaro written on it in giant red spray-painted letters. Nice joke. Not necessarily Camaro, I guess. Certainly uh, what you would call inconspicuous, uh, as, as you've come, we've come to expect from our you know, ultra secret off the books organization. All right, let's check it out. All right, so we go into the van. Like the van's like wedged into a pile of cars. You can just kind of see the side panel of it. And it reads "Bitchin' Camaro." <laughs> All right, so you up to the side panel, or what do you do? I guess like you you see this thing. Like it's it's accessible. You would have to like kind of go that far out of the way to get to it. What so? What are you doing? Would Delta Green try to trap us or anything? Would no, they're not us? out to kill you or anything. That's okay. Yet. <laughs> He's right, actually. I, you've not given them a reason to need to kill you, I guess. I mean, can, I, can I look in the window and see if I can see anything? 
Yeah, give me a search. 69, failure. You just kind of see the inside of a very badly mashed up van that's kind of melded with this pile of car parts around it. Nothing sticks out. All right, let's just give the door a yank. All right, so you open the door? Open the door. All right, so the door kind of pops open and slides back as an old school van door is prone to do. And it reveals something surprising. So someone has taken the time to essentially like cut the opposite side of this van away. And this door is actually kind of an access hatch to what looks almost like a a makeshift room inside the pile of car parts. Like they've, they've strategically stacked other stuff around it to make kind of a, we'll say like eh, 20 by 20 ish opening inside of it. You have to crawl through the truck to get into kind of thing. I think they'd keep this locked. So do you think our uh, friend JT Jr. out there is a friendly? What do you think? Do you know about this? His daddy might have been. Hmm. Interesting. Is that something we can roll on to to, to decide whether or not we think he's... Based on what you have right now, you would have no way of knowing that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, let's move around in here. Can roll archaeology to see uh, how long this, uh, like, how long ago this was made? Yes. That's a stretch, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even more like tracking or something. Like that. It doesn't matter anyway. Like, you had like, zero in archaeology. Why are you rolling a zero? <laughs> <laughs> so he can check it and get the. <laughs> there. Yeah, so your 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 uh, ninety three out of zero reveals rust and age. Uh, uh yeah, it's, it's a car pile. Who knows how to actually date a car pile? Mechanic. What year is this van? Was this even around when I was born? Probably older than most of you. Like this is an old van. Okay, so what's in it? I mean, are there boxes? Right, so you have to go inside. Like it's 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 a room you'd have to go into, kind of thing. Is, there, is there a watch in case we're being followed or JT Junior gets a little curious? Okay, all right, stay alert. Stay um, alert. So we're gonna uh, climb inside. And so is there another door within that we have to open, or is it just no? Kind it's of... kind of, it seems to kind of like go inside and snake to the right or something like that. But you can kind of see some type of room on the opposite side of it. Let's uh, take a look. All right, so you're going inside? Jackal's crawling yep. in. All right, so Jackal, Yoten, and Jump are all going inside? Yes. All right, so you kind of like, you, you crawl in, you have to crawl on your hands and knees for a little bit to kind of weave your way around the car parts, but like kind of after about 10 feet of this or so, it does open up into this kind of weird clearing in the inside of it, and... Not a ton of descript stuff. There's like an old kind of plasticky industrial table set up in there. Some looks like a military locker of some kind, kind of like a foot locker of some kind in one corner. And someone has taken the time to position another car door in here to that kind of seems to maybe act like a closet of some kind or something. On the table, there is a bunch of ammunition, though. Uh, anything that we can use? Uh, you Should can I check inside of either of the boxes, but it doesn't seem to match the guns you have necessarily. There are some okay. shotgun rounds, but 
the other stuff seems to be kind of large caliber compared to what you've come equipped with. Okay, should I be rolling search or something at this point? No, you're just kind of looking around the room. It's, it's very obviously there. Okay. I'll try to open that other door that looks like a closet. All right, so that one is indeed locked. So that one is okay. locked. So now it's time to do some searching. Cool. Excellent. So yeah, you can, you're looking around and kind of you very, like after spending some time, you do find one of those like magna box things on the underside of this, another kind of car in the ops in this space kind of thing, very well hidden, kind of up like around a um, gas pipe kind of thing. But you like, oh, yeah, yeah, it would make sense to kind of stash the key in here. Hypothetically, you pull that over, unlock it, and you open the door up to reveal two AK-47s and one HK MP5. All right. I'll look up an HK MP5. Yeah, I don't even uh, know what that is. Isn't that like a submachine gun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool. Yep. Also inside of it, there is a like a little cardboard box with six cans in it with a label kind of slap on the box that reads special rations. <laughs> Quotations, special rations. I don't know if I would eat it. Can I, um, I've got all kinds of science. Can I roll something to see if I can figure out what the hell it is? Uh, yeah, I guess like you could try, ser- you could try and search the special rations if you so wished. Like, like what do you mean cans? Like a, like canned soup or like a can with a lid that you uh, They off? have pop tops on them, but they're kind of like canned, just canned rations. Can't see inside the cans. Down to leave that. And that what else? The Foot Locker. Yep. Same key works for that. So you pop that open, and inside of it, you find two things. You find a uh, kind of a clay, old school jar, but it's bigger than a jar. It's almost like a like an amphora, I guess, or like a vase or something, like a serving vase of some kind. And you also find several cartons of apple seed cigarettes. The, the- Amphora is just an empty ceramic vessel, or is it nope. have a lid? It's, it, it's got a lid and everything. It's, it's sealed actually with wax and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, and it's marked kind of in like Sharpie on it. Uh, Drakenbolt, which Jotun, given his language skills, would yep. know roughly translates to dragon blood. Dragon blood. <laughs> Should I roll on that? No, you just know that. Your language skills high enough. Uh, so <clears throat> that says uh, "dragon blood" on it. Uh, I'll pick up one of those cigarette packets. Is, are there actually cigarettes in there? Or yeah, a couple of them have been kind of like a couple of them. Are, this is cartons. Like this is like multiple cartons oh. of cigarettes. A couple of them had opened. Things have been pulled out of it. Give me an intelligence check. They're um, called apple seed. Yep. Cigarettes. Yeah. Human intelligence? No. Just an in, yep, uh, just a normal intelligence check. Seventy nine failure. Must be an obscure brand. It must be an obscure brand or something. Maybe it's Louisiana. Never heard of apple, apple seed. Yeah. Well, should we take the weapons? I mean, how do we walk out of here with weapons without our friend noticing? Smaller one out of here. But can't we just like? Take a door and put some guns in a door. I mean, I mean, like drug dealers do it all the time, don't they? I've watched Darko. 
So, like, just stuff the guns in another part is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, we tried to do that. I told him we look, we were looking for a seat. We put them in a seat cushion. Well, so that, I will say, there's space that you could, in theory, drive a car in here. Like, you, where these types of places typically work is once you find what you're looking for, you'll drive your vehicle in, so you have to kind of lug it through the entire space, typically. Okay. Um, I have to pretend to buy something, but there are grounds drive. to drive your car in here to kind of unload into. So we're going to have to buy a seat. Um, so uh, I'll go get jet lag, and we can uh, we can go get the truck. Uh, give me one last search check before people leave. 18 success. All right. So kind of Nine as success. you're... Yeah, so you guys are kind of doing a final sweep of the room, and you find, weirdly, just an old-school tennis racket in the bottom of the, cl- like the makeshift closet that had the guns in it. That's strange. Counted among the weapons, it seems. I don't play. Tennis racket. Well, do you think we have a need for this jar of dragon blood? We leave it. What are we going to use dragon blood for? Do you want to investigate the dragon blood? Yeah. Should I open up the wax seal? Um, do you think I should open up, take a look? Uh, well, I'm kind of inclined to not break the seal until we could bring it with us and just keep it until we think there might be a use. <laughs> just, I don't know. Yeah, so um, just out of curiosity, what do you usually use dragon's blood for? Well, I'm just thinking of the rumors of giant alligators. I mean, that seems kind of like a dragon to me. Maybe there's some... And if you got an anthropology roll? Or if they got an anthropology, I guess you could roll? I I have zero. So we're going to check it, right? Uh, No, because no one's attempting anything, yeah. Okay. Someone's got to try something at least for us to check it with the rules or that that kind right. of variant of the rules. Let's uh, let's let's think about this. We have a stash here left to us by Delta Green. Do you think there's a high propensity that other teams are going to be coming around here to get Dragon's blood? Like, I mean, this is a rather extensive little hideaway, but I just don't see this as being a very trafficked area. I guess, yeah, I don't have a particular use for it, but it is a curiosity. Maybe we should well, check so it out. I, I didn't explain this well, I guess. Like, green boxes are dead drops. If a team's not sure they're not complete a mission, they might just dump stuff in a dead in a green box so it's not out there in the public. So, hypothetically, anything inside of a green box might be something of note, or it just might be junk. You have no way of necessarily knowing what you're going to get out of a green box until you open it up. All right, yeah, yeah. we want to open it and see what's in there. Fine by me. All right, I open up the seal. All right, so you're looking at it, and it is a it's a kind of bright, a little bit pungent, bright red, blood-like. Since it's not coagulating, it's looking kind of like a juice flow to it. I guess maybe the way of thinking of it. Um. It's radiating heat, though, from inside. Uh, can I roll uh, science on it, or I am a, I have science yeah. chemistry. Yeah. Let's see what that, let's see how that goes. All right. So, for all purposes, as far as you can, kind of with your limited 
knowledge of jars full of blood kind of go. It's sure looks like blood, non-coagulating blood, but not going to be blood you've seen before, I guess, is the way of thinking of it. And it's definitely, and it's, it is the thing definitely putting off some heat. Like the jar isn't putting off the heat, the liquid inside of it is. Uh, upon kind of further inspection, there's not a ton of better, we'll call it like, like a two quarts, half a gallon, give or take kind of thing. Like it's not a ton of liquid. Mm. Uh, jumper, uh, jackal, hold your hand over this. I tentatively hold my hand over it. Do you feel that? I do indeed. It's not like it's even fresh blood. It's like warmer than fresh blood. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going to hold on to this. I got to take this clay jug out of there. Okay, cool. So the plan is to leave it. I guess I can't. Can't really. Well, I guess, like, like, as a note, uh, green boxes are for all agents. Like, what you don't take might help an agent down the future in a different operation or something, and vice versa. The stuff is only here because agents check. The weapons are here because some agents had some guns, and either because they were hot and couldn't travel with them, or for whatever reason decided to drop them at this box. Like so, common courtesy would be to bring the equipment back, hypothetically, unless it's totally destroyed or whatever. So, but uh, bring it back. Is that to say that I should collect this jar of blood, or Up should just to you? If you're not or... going to use it. There's not a lot of reason to take it with you. Like, um, but at the same time, like. It's a little bit weird. Like anything you find, you'll probably be instructed to drop off at another green box, though. Too like, very uh, rarely will you be giving things you find on operations directly to someone. Often, it's kind of a dead drop in this situation, and either they'll get left there indefinitely because they're deemed too dangerous to kind of be moved about frequently, or someone will come collect them at kind of their convenience for official processing or something. I see. So when you said bring it back, you meant bring it back to the box, not yeah. bring it back with us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right, like the, the the guns you found, if you take them, common courtesy would you bring them back because there's no way in hell you can travel with two AK-47s and a submachine gun. That would just be suspicious as all hell. But another agent down the line might find those useful. Okay, I'll leave the dragon's blood. Your call. Yep, I'll seal back up and put it back as best I can. You got it. All right, so we're going to kind of like pan over to you outside real quick. Um, You're outside, and uh, there's some grass growing up kind of around all the wrecks and stuff like that, and you see this like faint metallic glint in the grass. You go over and check it out? I do. Yeah, so you bend down, you kind of paw up the dirt in the grass some, and kind of like it takes a second to realize it, but you find a lighter. You know this lighter. It's a really cool lighter. It's a really cool lighter. I immediately grab that lighter, hold on to it for a little bit, pocket it. Give me a sand check. Uh, where is that? 93 out of 83 failure. Only one point of sand loss on that, but like the, the, the thought does cross your mind of how the hell did this lighter get here, possibly? <laughs> Who cares, though? It's a really cool lighter, and you deserve a really cool lighter. Sure do. Hell yeah, you do. Everyone needs a good lighter. Everyone needs a good lighter. Everyone needs a good lighter. All right, so what's the plan? Like, so 
Jetlag's found this lighter. Are you telling the rest of the squad you found this lighter? I haven't decided yet. We'll see when they come out. Fair enough. No, that's, that, that seems fair. All right, so what's the plan? Like, I'm assuming everyone kind of like, you can come out if you want. It's the goal. To, it's the idea to kind of go get the car, bring it in, pretend to buy something in here to kind of justify the car being in here, and then load up into the car? Give or take? Sounds sound good to me. Yeah. Cool. All right, yeah, so what you buying? Car seat. All right. Alright, so give me a search. 59, failure. Alright, so are you looking... So, you look around for the cheapest car seat you can find, and either the car seats have been completely worn away, or they are bizarrely pristine somehow. And the easiest one to remove is up is a nicer one, unfortunately. It's going to cost a little bit more money than kind of some junky one you could say you were salvaging for parts it's, it's weird how well this one's preserved though but yeah so you, you kind of wrench that thing out you go up to the front um the dude there's like yeah so you're, you find something uh we did uh, i mentioned i was looking for a seat found a really nice looking one really i thought that i'll be rotted out by now okay okay cool yeah so you should have enough space to get your truck through the opening there just go on back the aisle should be wide enough uh, don't drive fast something else is here yet so don't worry about running someone over by accident, but yeah, just just load it up. Um, I'll take a look on your way out. Kind of, we'll settle up then. All right, appreciate it. Yeah, give me a drive check. Twenty-two fumble. You don't wreck it, but you don't do a great job of getting back there in a smooth, cohesive manner. God, Maybe you scrape some paint, you? like you back over something as you kind of go down the wrong aisle once. It's definitely not a fine moment of driving example. Well, yeah, you, you get back there. Um, yeah, you just gotta kind of stretch the stuff into the truck. I'll give you. I mean, I'll grab. I'll help grab some stuff. Whatever we're taking. Yep, I can help. All right, so two AK forty sevens, the other gun, the ammo, for and me. the ammo. Anything else? I don't need. I don't think we need the rations or the tennis record or anything else. But they're special rations. They're canned special rations. What could be wrong with them? I mean, I'm going to take one because I just want to try it. Okay, you're taking the one of the rations? Yeah. Alright, cool. You got to eat it now or you got to kind of save it for later? No, I'm saving it for later. Alright, just don't you don't get sick on us. I mean, that's why I'm going to eat it later, you know, after the mission. Sure. Wait, special rations? I want one of those. Alright, so Jumper and who else is now taking a special ration? Jetlag's going to take one. Well, you guys never told me what was in there, so I never got to hear. That's a good point. Yeah, we, okay, well, <clears throat> we found a couple of firearms. We found some ammunition. Uh, there's a can of special rations. I got something cool I can show you. Um, I take him back and I show him the Draken blood. <laughs> Not the tennis racket, huh? Oh, uh... uh <laughs> <laughs> there's also, Draken. uh... Yeah, here, put your hand over it. Nice and toasty. Yeah. That is some blood I have not seen before. It's very interesting stuff. Uh, you know, it's, it doesn't appear to be coagulating um, at all. Obviously, it wasn't put here. Or I, I don't think it was put here recently. Um, I don't know if dragons are real or not, but uh, given some of the other shit that we know about, um, that's entirely plausible at this point. Um do you play tennis? No, I'm a b-ball man myself. 
Well, uh, there's an old tennis racket if you want it. Pick it up. The heavy, light, normal it's tennis, tennis racket. racket. Speaking of that, I'm going to share some stuff with you. I have some handouts for the AK-47 and the HKMP-5 so you can get the stats off them. So you can figure okay. out who's kind of equipping that to their sheets and as we're kind of going through this at your leisure. And I can even show you the tennis racket. Is it as good as my lighter? I, it's, it's not as cool as your lighter, is definitely, <laughs> but I don't know. All right, we should probably decide who gets the the guns. I'll take the little gun. All right, I got plenty of pistols. I got a shotgun back at the hotel. I'll take an AK-47. Guess that leaves me the other. That All leaves right. me the tennis racket. <laughs> So you're ta- you actually are taking the tennis racket. Uh, I, I'm starting to get the uh, distinct sensation that for some reason we want it with us. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Dragon's blood will leave. All right. For now. Cool. I did see another uh, Camaro bench that might be of interest. Well, you're actually going to buy Camaro parts while you're back here? No, I meant if we have to come back. Like Ah, gotcha. Turns out we need another bench. Yeah, that last bench wasn't great. This bench, however, it's what we were looking for. If you ever tried to convert a Camaro into a limousine, well, let me tell you, it's a son of a bitch. <laughs> I like that excuse. It feels very on par with this. Yeah, so you, you successfully load up. No one else is in there. No one milling about it. You could kind of you have your own kind of personal space to do this all in. You go up front. Uh, you pay up, it's like 10, 15 bucks for the entire thing. He's amazed you found one in this good a condition, but he also doesn't go back to the Camaro section all that often. Um, so where are you off to next? You going off, you going back to town to grab your shotgun, or you going off to Torres? Um, I will... Uh, we can also hand wave and say you actually brought your shotgun with you, because that would make more sense. I would okay, throw yeah. my carbine at the yeah, oh, yeah. Too, so you I, I'd say that. yeah. You probably all didn't, didn't even bother unpacking that stuff necessarily because yeah. bringing that into a hotel room would be weird. Okay, I've got the the shotgun. Yeah. All right, cool. So off to Torres. Off to Torres. So you, you kind of punch the general location into your GPS system. It it gets you most of the way there, and the closer you get to what is quote Torres, the. <sighs> the more these environments kind of fall away from any civilization to just kind of run down shacks and abandoned like houses and stuff like it. You see the decline happening in real time as you drive closer and closer. You also very infrequently, but a couple times see people like one or two people. And in the hour it takes you to get there, you kind of see normal people. And then the closer you get to Torres, you like the population thins out really aggressively. Um, Who's driving? I thought it was uh, Jack. I think after this poor showing, he shouldn't be allowed to drive anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, if you guys are going to let me keep driving. Actually, Agent Jumper, give me an alertness check on this one. Sure. Okay. Alert. There's alertness. Nope, just a normal alertness check. I fumbled. Yeah, just... Normal rural people, I guess. Nothing. Guess that uh, hotel lobby coffee didn't really do it for any of us. Yeah. No, I didn't really wake up. I'm like tired. We went in down and get a seat out. Never taken a seat out. 
was a lot harder than it seemed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, with that same thing in mind, though, Agent Jackal, because you were driving earlier, give me an alertness check as well. 100% fumble. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Not yeah, and I, and I kind of like napping a little bit. Just like... Apparently, yeah. I, maybe it's that nice kind of southern breeze coming through the car or something, but you just doze off a little bit, yeah. Not a lot of alertness going on in this moving vehicle right now. It's a southern thing, I suppose. But yeah, so uh, eventually you arrive at what your devices are telling you is Torres. It's just an intersection in the middle of, well, nowhere. There's the remnants of a house off to one side, but there's a, there's a what appears to be a pretty well-traversed dirt road that kind of snakes off into a thicket of trees. But beyond that, you're just kind of like, yeah, welcome to Torres. There's nothing here. Is there just the one dirt road? Yeah, just the one dirt road that kind of snakes off into the trees. We were supposed to be able to find a pretty parent house for this person. Uh, Well, there's a house. Samuel Baskell. Yeah, there's the remnants of a house kind of thing. Like, it's still barely standing, but it's... Legally, it's probably a house, but for all purposes, it's not a house. Should we go check it out? Um, well, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, go check out the house. Walk the the house. All right. Check out the house. So you kind of walk towards the house. Um, everyone give me an alertness check. 84 out of 50 <laughs> failure. All right. So yeah, enough of you passed that you see kind of inside of one of the kind of smashed in barely a window windows anymore. You do see movement of some kind, like nothing rapid. But you do kind of see someone walk by it maybe, or something along those lines. And yeah, so you're now standing in front of this thing. The door is definitely closed. Like it's now that you're standing there, the place is not in good repair. It's like a maybe two, three bedroom type, three room type of shack situation as it currently stands. I, some maintenance has been put into kind of maintaining it. Like there are signs of someone doing some upkeep, but it's not really whoever's living there is living there because they're very deliberately living there is maybe the way of thinking of it, or they have nowhere better to go. Got a knock on the door? What if it's not Samuel? What are we this person? Anyone want to knock on the door? If not, I guess I will. I don't care to. I forgot I was muted. I'll go knock on the door. I mean, I'm the most friendly-looking one of us here. There's that journalistic integrity and spunk. Sure, sure. Do you care if one of us stands uh, rather close at hand? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I I will come to you. Jumper will walk up. I mean, as cheerful as could be and just... Yeah, so you knock on the door and the, the door pretty rapidly opens up and... Uh, th- there's a man standing behind it, but like, what's the polite way of saying this? The, the guy is barely a man, maybe? Like, his eye, one of his eyes is just kind of too big for his face. Like, there's very obviously something medically wrong with him. You can't quite put your finger on it, though. Like, the, the guy's in rough shape. Like, one of his arms is kind of emaciated and maybe a little bit short looking. Like, the guy is visibly gross to look at. Like misshapen and stuff like that, with a hump and everything. Like, oh, okay. Mm, uh, uh, mm, um, yes. Are you Mister Pascal? I, I go by Samuel, but uh, yes, I, I, I am Mister Pascal, oh. I suppose. 
Well, hey, Samuel. Uh, uh, you can call what, me Arbery. Uh, hello, Arbery. Uh, what brings you to lovely scenic Torres? Well, we were just having to be passing through. And, uh, well, we got instructions um, about a place nearby here to go fishing. But um, we were also told that there's some dangerous spots around here. And we were wondering if you knew where those were at so we can stay away from them. A dangerous how? Uh, people drown in the river all the time. Gators get folks all the time. Uh, people just wander off in the woods and starve to death. as occasional boar attacks and mosquitoes and sink pits. Uh, what you trying to avoid, hon? Well, all of that... <laughs> Would be good. And I also I heard that there might be some... Louisiana. Uh, I also heard there might be some, you know, dangerous, uh, don't want to mess with folk around here. Do you mean the crocodile people? Who are, yeah, who are the crocodile people? That They have a name. Uh, very, very rambunctious boys. I guess a couple girls, but mostly boys, I think. Uh, they, they have a camp, I think, down towards the river, kind of gestures in the general direction of that dirt path. Um, they, they, they mostly keep to themselves. Uh, loud, drunken, gun-shooting-off-in-the-air types, but if you don't bother them, they won't really bother you, is my general experience. Well, that's good to know. Um, yeah. Oh, well, um, thank you for the warning. Um, you, you mentioned the drownings. I mean, I, I heard about that nearby and uh, at a gas station. Kind of like uh, an awful deal. Did you, know right, about, so did you know anything? Give me a human int check at negative 20, because looking at this guy is just kind of off-putting, and because of his deformity, kind of it's very hard to read his facial expressions and stuff like that. All right. Yeah, there's like probably no way. Out. There's no way. I have to get a one to succeed. Still a one? Yeah. yeah so at forty-five out of, could have gotten a twenty. 20? Yeah. Yeah. At forty minus a negative twenty modifier, it was possible. I have. It was possible, of, but unlikely, like, but possible. Oh, uh, sorry. After all that, what was your question again? You were asking. I was at, basically. I'm. I'm trying to dig. For additional information about the right, drownings. Right, the, the drowning. Sorry, yes, yes, sorry, my bad. I, it's the Mississippi. People just kind of fall in every once in a while. Any place that has a large running body of water has similar problems. You know, you, you drink too much, you do something dumb on a boat, and you wake up nine counties over down the river. Nothing sinister about it, more just tragic and unfortunate for the people that fall victim to it. Well, Samuel, um, I appreciate your time talking to us. Um, I'm going to ask, because these boys keep asking everybody else, do you know any good secret fishing spots we should go try out? Sure. I, my fishing spots are for everyone, I suppose. If you just follow that dirt road down a little bit of ways, uh, don't go all the way to the end, because that's, that's where that alligator camp is. Uh, there's, a, there's a small kind of 
about two-thirds of the way down the road, this little kind of offshoot where you could leave your car, I guess. Um, you can just walk straight to the river from there if you so wish. Uh, there's a, kind of a little bit of a circle inlet of sorts, like a little cove of some kind. Uh, I pulled some mighty fine snapper, and not snapper, uh, catfish out of it. Uh, oh, hey. It's shady, I, I it's nice. Yeah, I turn and I say, see, I, I, apparently I should have been asking the whole time. This is the first time we got a secret fishing spot. Well, Samuel, thank you for your time, and, uh, you know, you have a nice day. Same to you, and do be careful out there. It's not the, it's not the Wild West, I suppose, but keep your wits about you. Will do. Thanks for your advice. Kind of, like, walks inside, closes the door again. Um, can I take a quick, like search just to see if I notice anything um, inside of his house. Like, I know he's not opening the door wide. Yes. Do it at a minus 10, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you kind of, like, as he's like looking over his shoulder, essentially, is what you're going for. Yes. Yeah. Um, doesn't have... Oh, I can do a custom. Custom minus 10. I succeeded. Alright, so... Despite this kind of guy obviously living a bit of a Spartan lifestyle given his situation, there is a... You're not seeing a lot of signs of anyone really living there. Like, now that you kind of looked inside, there wasn't a lot of stuff inside those obviously kind of personal effects or anything. Like, the outside, also, you're kind of like having a moment of, there's no vehicle here, there's no mailbox, there's no nothing. Like, this is a little bit, like... Nothing. No one thing jumps out at you as inherently kind of off about this situation, but by their powers combined, there is something a little bit suspicious about this dwelling, I guess. Like, it really is in the middle of nowhere. It really is kind of almost caving it's in on itself. It really, it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. There's something inherently just kind of unbelievable about this entire thing. I'll I'll kind of you know mention that once we get back in the van I mean the truck. Well, I, I I just can't believe that he actually lives here, but he did give us a secret uh fishing spot, and he gave me the location of those gator people. Um, quote unquote. Um, you know, just follow the dirt road. If you go three-fourths of the way down, there's a little out curve. We can get to his fishing spot. That'd be a nice place to set up. And then maybe by foot, we can go investigate the Gator People's Camp. Sounds like a plan. <clears throat> I must say, I have a hard time believing anybody lives here. Um... Yeah, but I think this house is like a ruse. I mean, like, almost like, I don't know, I wonder if he, like lives somewhere else nearby. This is what did the inside look like? like? There was nothing in there. Like, it was, like, almost bare. Well, if it's a ruse, he must have known we were coming. Yeah, how would he have known that? I look around, I'm like, there's not a lot of traffic on this road. I'm guessing if it is being used as a rose, a ruse, he probably has a way of detecting when someone is, like, in the area. Any chance he's working for the gator people as a lookout? I don't know. Maybe. 
I mean, if so, he's not being a hostile lookout because he didn't mind giving up their location. That's for sure. If it is their location. Well, we yeah, just have is. his word on it. But he also could be just, you know, playing both sides. He might also sell them the information that strangers in the area. Well, <clears throat> did we want to try to get inside? Inside his house? Yeah, if you think it's unusual, maybe we should go check it out a little further. I mean, we could... I don't know, we could uh, pull, pull over, pop the hood, pull something out of the workings. Somebody's got to know how to do that stuff and say that uh, we're broken down. We need his help. Something like that. We, it, I mean, it's it's, it's an idea. If, if uh, you know, it seemed like one guy, I don't think that uh, the collective of us would be terribly threatened by him. But um, we can always check back later. We'll be there. Say again. We could always check back later too. Maybe go investigate this compound real quick, and maybe he'll be gone when we come back, and we can avoid any confrontation. I'd also point out there's four of you and one of him in the middle of nowhere. If you want to storm the place, you definitely have the firepower to do so. Yeah, but that might give us away. What do we have? to lose by maybe not knocking the door down, but going back and asking some tougher questions. It is true. I agree. We can save, let's save it for later. Let's go check out the place. And if we need, we're at a roadblock, we need more answers. We'll come back. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. Cause I'd rather our presence not be known. Is there a, um, here might do that. Were there were there any vehicles on the property? No. Okay. Right. It's one of the things Jumper picked up on. Yeah, like uh, adding to kind of the weirdness of the situation is the complete lack of vehicles and stuff. Like no trash cans outside, no nothing. All right. I mean, if you don't think that we need to post a look at or anything, I guess let's check out this this fishing spot that uh you know let's uh, let's. Also keep in mind, he directed us to. Well, we'll just have our wits about her. There's no other way. We got to complete this search and mission here, so we just got to go check it out. All right. Would this put us upriver or downriver from the uh, where he said the camp was? You would have no way of knowing that based on his description, really. All right. I'm not saying it's I'm going to so. tell you it's downriver of the camp, technically, but you would have no way of knowing that necessarily. I figured maybe we'd... Yeah. Given that it's such a prominent, you haven't actually feature. been to the river yet, really. So, okay, well, let's go to the river. 